0: big one welcome to you. This is the Aware Parenting Podcast with Lael Stone and Marion Rose, PhD. We have juicy conversations about things that matter in parenting and life. We're exploring all that Aware Parenting has to offer from many different angles and we are so glad that you're here. Hello and a big warm welcome to you. My name is Marion Rose and today I'm doing the podcast alone. One of the reasons for that is Lel and I did record a podcast together the other day and we did the whole episode and then at the end I listened to the recording and my sound was very very low. So this has happened a few times where my microphone appears to be working and he even bought a new microphone and even a different microphone. And yeah, the, the sound was so, so low that even with all the editing apps and so on, it just was too, too low to use. And since this has been happening in various places, it's been happening in my Aware Parenting with Marion course. I do Facebook lives and people aren't able to hear me. Again, I bought a microphone there for my phone, that started working. Anyway, lots and lots of details, but I went through all different feelings. I went through feeling frustrated, and then it happened again the following week, and I felt really sad, and then it happened for the podcast, and I had this sense of giving up. I'm just like, oh, I just give up, I'm not able to be heard. And what I really noticed was, is this is, um, uh, Beautiful and painful invitation to revisit some feelings for me from the past and so apt to aware parenting of course because growing up as most of us did in the disconnected domination culture most of our parents didn't know about aware parenting so most of our parents would have done a lot of things to distract us from our feelings when we were needing to cry or needing to rage for for the most loving of reasons they would have distracted us in a million different ways perhaps sometimes in more painful ways but often through you know feed giving us some food or you know distracting us with games or all kinds of things all the usual ways that you know about the thing is even though these seem to be the most loving of things and of course Most of us will have also done this many times with our child or children. So again, I want to remind you that I am inviting to put down any, what I call emotional sticks, any self judgment, any guilt sticks. Of course we do that. We live in a a culture that is set against the expression of feelings. Most of us didn't get to express our feelings. So of course we're going to do that to our children at times. However, the difference is when we understand the power of that and we can also do whatever we can to rectify, to repair, to, you know, to really support our children and to listen when we are able. And even listening some of the time, or a lot of the time, it can make a huge difference. This doesn't mean uh, that we are expecting ourselves to be able to listen to every single one of our child's painful feelings every time. However, what happens, and I imagine many of you may have experienced this and may still have leftover vestiges, like I do, of painfulness in relation to not being heard. I wonder if you, if you do, whether you resonate with that. Do you have experiences, and that might be if you have parent, a parent or parent still alive, do you ever have a sense of them not really hearing you, them not listening to your feelings, them not really understanding what you have gone through or what you're actually wanting to communicate to them so for me there's two things one is the the not being heard and the painfulness of not being heard not having our feelings heard and another one related to that is the the excruciating painfulness actually of not being understood i was just sharing in my we're Parenting Instructor Mentoring course about reconnecting with that and I think I've shared here as well recently as well. I've been on a, a, a deep dive of another layer of healing in my own experience as an incubator baby and again the painfulness of not being understood. So because again most of us and most of our parents don't understand the difference between when a baby is relaxed and when they're dissociated, many of us will have had big, big feelings to express as a baby, as a child, as a teen, and perhaps our parent or parents and siblings, teachers, friends, might have thought we were relaxed when we were sucking our thumb or clutching onto our soft toy or our blanket or looking at a screen or picking our nose or biting our nails or one of the bazillion things that we can do to suppress our feelings, which are called control patterns in aware parenting. And those around us may not have understood. They might have thought, "Well, they're happy. And of course, in today's terminology, that would be called self-soothing. They know that we're self-soothing and we're completely calm and relaxed. But there is a huge difference between being relaxed in our bodies and being dissociated. And yeah, quite a painful difference. Although dissociation can feel quite pleasant, I think, again, as we've talked about in previous episodes. So really, I've been exploring this theme quite deeply for myself and really going through, as I said before, that process of connecting with, initially feeling the frustration. And this is often what happens for babies and children. It can be that initial frustration. I want want to be heard, please hear me. And they will do all kinds of things to try to communicate to us that they have feelings that they want us to hear. And then they might move to more of a sadness and it, it can go in any order they might be sad first and then frustrated or powerless and then sometimes there can be this process of actually then giving up which often does happen if you can hear puppy noises snoring there's a little puppy on my lap right now yeah so often what can happen with babies and children is they can actually give up on trying to communicate their feelings so that might be again when they have a control pattern or the dissociating can you know, get that message that we don't want to hear them, which of course is so often not what we're wanting com- to communicate. We think, oh, you know, we're we're you know they're a bit upset, so we're well, I'm singing them a song or shushing them, and they and they they stop crying or they they seem happy because they're not crying and they're not they're you know seem not agitated. But actually, what they're communicating to us is. They are, they have still got those feelings they're sitting in their bodies, but they've disconnected from those feelings. And sometimes it then can lead to core beliefs being created. And again, I wonder if you can notice any of these in yourself, such common ones in our culture, that many adults have are things like, you know, people don't believe me, or I'm not understood, or I need to go and be on my own when I feel upset, or my anger isn't welcome, or I don't ever get angry, or I'm too much for people, or I'm too sensitive, or all the many, many core beliefs that get created when, for really loving reasons, parents distract their children from feelings, which, again, pretty much all of us will do at times, even if we are into aware parenting, even if we understand this, because number one, we're not always gonna see and understand because we didn't grow up with this and number two we're not always going to have the spaciousness to listen because we live in a culture that is really not designed to for emotional well-being for families so again lots and lots of compassion for us but i i think given those two things knowing that we're not going to be able to listen to all of our child's feelings and we are sometimes because we don't see that they have feelings, sometimes because we don't have enough spaciousness. However, understanding that they do have feelings, understanding that when they're sucking their thumb or twirling their hair or picking their nose or asking for the 57th um, chocolate biscuit or whatever it is, when we understand what's really going on for them, even if we're not able to listen, that can make a huge difference for them. So really understanding that all children have painful feelings to express and doing whatever we can to listen to as many of a child's feelings as we can means that they are way less likely to have beliefs like most of us grew up with. So I really want to thank you for all that you're doing, whether you're at the beginning of your Aware Parenting journey, you've been on it for a long, long time or, or anywhere in between because it really is changing those core beliefs of a whole Generation generations of young people to know that their feelings are welcome and people do want to hear them and you know, we really need I wonder if you agree young people to be out in the world speaking their voices making a difference and You know when we really listen to them as much as we can and really Respect and value their voice and their feelings It really can make a profound difference to their lives. And of course, it's never too late for us to heal if we have those kinds of core beliefs and painful feelings. So I'm sending lots of love to any feelings that you might have in relation to not being heard or not being understood. And I want to say, I so understand. And I'm here and I'm listening and I'm sending you so much love. Thanks for joining us on the Aware Parenting Journey. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Aware Parenting Podcast. You can find more about Lael at www.laelstone.com.au or find Marion at www.marionrose.net. We wish you much compassion and grace on your parenting journey.